Hey, is this thing on? Lance, Nick, ready? Can you hear me? Welcome to the Live Free and Hunt podcast. We sure have fun throwing my money away. You bet high, I bet low. You're all in and I'm all broke. Another paycheck down the drain. New card? No, these are the old ones. Oh. I, I got the new ones. They're in the mail right now. They, nice. We just made them. They have me and... Me and uh, Odd job on the front. Oh, sweet! And then it has a picture on the back of the food plots that we used to have down below with the turnip. Yeah, there was like that deep, and three does in it eating, and one of the does is like got her face full of it. it. So. <laughs> That's awesome. You mess around with food plots quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, we used to. I we don't now. To. We don't yeah. have we don't have room right now. I don't have a place to do it. Do you just do turnips like clover, different stuff for different seasons. Yeah, um, you know, clover for summer. High protein, easy growing, um, and then uh, then we always put in turnip and sugar beets in for the fall. Yeah, and that it's awesome. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they love those turnips. We did peas. We did peas up on top yeah. on tea plot. Yeah, and they did hit those pretty good in the summertime, but they they don't take cold very well. No, I did. Um, well, I guess before we get too far, we got uh, uh, Uncle Rob's in the building. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> And James Smith, they made the trek over this morning, so I appreciate you guys doing that. Yeah, hey, no you. problem. And next time, I guess we're going to have to come your way. Yeah. yeah. Come over. We'll show you. I'll show you a piece of our property. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. So I, I did, uh, I tried to do clover last year. I didn't have a tractor. I didn't, it was just out back. <clears throat> just, I don't know. It's like when I messed up the soil, you know, planted it, and then we didn't have rain for like two months after that and i'm like yeah well there goes that it did yeah. it did grow for a little bit but yeah um it was just kind of like i wasn't making a food plot necessarily i was just trying to trying to get some yeah, something out see, yeah. see yeah. if it made a difference yeah it, it, it clover's is the easiest one to do because it just grows naturally right. anyways. but you you do have to prep your soil yeah it has to be soft and you get a lot of pine out back yeah mm -hmm. so your ph is probably sky yeah, terrible, it's way yeah, too terrible. probably like two very acidic <laughs> Yeah, so you want to it, it with food plots. It's getting your pH level. Mm -hmm. People don't realize how much lime you need. Yeah, um, it, yeah, because we used to truck in hundreds of pounds. Oh yeah, I used to backpack it in eighty really? pounds yeah, at was, a time. And <laughs> wasn't fun. It was no, not fun at it all. It literally took what three years to get the pH yep. to to Where work you because to be. you just couldn't get it to it. Were you so? Was this like uh, you can? Was this a field, like an ag old ag field? Or no, was it was log the roads. Yeah. yeah, they were We utilized roads. a bunch yeah. of log roads. Yeah. It had been ag back in the turn of the century, but it um, it was just a log road that they had put in, and I had them clear out a big clearing. Yeah. And we we hand-tilled it, 
with a Troy built horse. Yeah. Which was like a four wheel drive adventure to get it in there. <laughs> but I'll tell you, if you if people have a, a remote place like that, yeah. those things are great. They'll go anywhere. Right. Yeah. And they do a great job. And that is hundred percent of it is this soil preparation is the tilling and getting your lime in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Clover's one of those things they can utilize a lot of what's already in the soil. So you just got to get your pH to at least somewhere between six and seven. And it takes a lot of lime. Right. We're talking, if you're really like say an acre of it, the old rule of thumb was a thousand pounds per acre. And that isn't even close to enough in New Hampshire. So you need, um, you know, well, for instance, there's a two acre piece that I'm familiar with right now that to get the pH closest to seven as we can get it, it's two acres. It was a bunch of pine that was stripped out and that's going to take 10,000 pounds of lime to Jesus. get it to that neutral. <clears throat> and that has to be like, you, you're not turning over, obviously crop there year after year. You need to be consistent year after year to put, to plant there. Yeah, it, it, put all that money in. Depending on the it. type of lime you're going to use. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're using commercial lime that you see the farmers putting out onto the pastures, that's that powder, mm-hmm. you know. That's going to take a lot. And the stuff you buy at the the store is what we were using because it's easier to pack in. It takes more. It works quicker, but it takes more. It's a pelletized lime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was a three-year period before we got the, the the soil really good. And it was apparent because, yeah, the plants were growing. And after you put in the lime in a few times, the plants would grow, but the deer weren't really hitting it very hard. Because it's still – a plant is basically a vehicle to transport the nutrition from the soil to the deer. Mm-hmm. And if the soil isn't at the right pH, the plant can't pull the nutrients out. And they're going to transfer that acidity and everything else into their taste. Um, so you have to get that soil to a point where the plants are sweet – you hear people you've heard people call it sweet right. plants you got to get it so it's that sweet point and then the deer are on it by that third or fourth year the deer were hammering because yeah. they know it's there it'll yeah. be there yeah right? it was yeah. there but also because it was it was tasty tasty to them, yeah. and it had a lot of nutrition and we put in uh quite a bit of we did you got to fertilize it mm-hmm. you know uh, of course i'm uh, i don't have all my stats with me today but um Clover is great because it makes its own nitrogen. So you get nitrogen delete um, fertilizer for it. Yeah. It, you know, I think it's like 0, 25, 25 or something like that. Um, so it doesn't have the nitrogen <laughs> in it because it's you're putting nitrogen in and it's not needed. The clover's making their own. So, but you do need it for your turnips and your and uh, your sugar beets and that kind of thing. I've always wondered about, like, I know some or, or quite a few people do food plots and put a lot of time into it in New England or New Hampshire. Um, but I'm always like, the deer where we live, they're like, a lot of, they live, a lot of they feed. eat sticks, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, how it's almost like if they haven't been born and raised to look for that in the woods, then. You know, I'm sure it's supplement and it's something mm-hmm. that they, once they find, it's probably good. But what's Roscoe's? Well, you build it, they'll come. Build it and they come. Yeah. And and what happens is your bucks that are already living there, they may hit it, but you're not going to see them on it much mm-hmm. because it's not what they're used to. Right. So I always, every single time I do anything with a property, 
I look at it as a five-year plan because the doe is going to come to that just because they're used to going to fields and eating mm-hmm. in the open. So they're going to come to that, and they're going to feed in it, and they're going to bring their young ones. They're going to bring the the fawns. The other generations. Yeah. And yeah. then those buck fawns are going to know that food source is there. And in five years now, when he's a big mature buck, he's going to come back to it. So you always have to look at it as a five-year plan. Yeah. I mean, this is an investment on your property if you're going to make one of these. Right. And I we didn't. We had two plots on our property that we used to have that we hunted on. The rest of them were food, but were feeding plots for antler growth and body growth. And um, these food plots really help the deer grow their body. A, a, a buck has to grow its body in skeletal structure before it can grow a good rack. You have the freaks that will start growing really good racks mm-hmm. because they have fast growth. You know, genetically they they're bigger, quicker. But in general, in New Hampshire. A buck has to finish his body growth and his skeletal growth before he can grow a really spectacular rack. Right. And we're seeing that with, with Ike. Yeah. Um, he's at that point now where his skeletal skeletal structure is at peak. He's done growing his skeleton. He's still going to put on some muscle mass, but his antlers are going to explode if James doesn't kill him this year because <laughs> that's the point because it is on a public land right. deer. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's another guy in there. Yeah. Another, yeah. Guy yeah. another guy we know is hunting hunting, hunting the same too. Deer. So, so you friends with him? No. I, I, I Rob is. I don't I don't know him. He personally. doesn't know him. No, I don't, I would be real quick to say no. No. <laughs> no. No, he's a good guy. He's, no, no, he's a really good guy. I, if I got introduced to him, probably. Yeah. yeah. And he would he would be the first guy to help and share intel right, right. with him on it cuz right now we don't we yeah. we have not crossed paths yet. That's good. It's my thing is I know everybody. And people know me, so it's yeah. like if somebody is in there and he says, "I got this picture," and I go, "Oh, I know that guy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, and I, I should introduce them. I got to get them together so that so they're not like going, "Hmm." Right. You know? Yeah. Who's this? Yeah. So, uh, Ike, do you want to go into the story? I got. I know you guys talk about on your podcast. You know, you're uh, giving updates and stuff. Yeah. So when we we saw I we saw this deer. We didn't name him at that point in yeah. time. We saw this deer. We were turkey hunting. You're turkey hunting up on, I don't know, what is it, the second or third day of turkey season? I think it was the second day of turkey season. Second or third day, we were. it was like 11 o'clock. We were just driving around at mm-hmm. that point. And we drove by a swamp, and I'm like, there's a fucking buck out there in that yeah. field. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, go back. So we backed up, and we watched him. And at and that he point, was, he was out past his ears. How, was this two years ago? This year? was yep. last year. Yeah. So he was already out past his ears yeah. at this point. And yep. I'm like... And I looked at him because I knew he hunted over there. I was like, do you hunt here? Nope. So was it two days later, I yep. was in there, and I had like 10 cameras scattered through there. Yeah. And I and shed then, hunted the spot, but I don't I don't gun hunt it. Or, and then yeah. consistently throughout that whole summer, pictures of him, pictures of him, pictures of him. And we could tell him because he's got a huge scar on his hip. Yeah. So it was a very distinctive deer, what mm-hmm. we knew. And he got his name, ironically, because a good friend of mine that films for me he uh his son was born on the day that we started really getting pictures of him blew out uh, so we were like uh and my daughter's like let's name him mike and yeah. ike was actually their dog's name oh really it's an english bulldog that they got named mike so <laughs> they were like what a name the dog named this dear ike so i was like okay ike, ike it is yep. so it fits him it fits yeah. him yeah and uh Last year, we just could not catch up with him. Last mm-hmm. year, he was probably 140, 145 inch eight last mm-hmm. year, just ungodly. 
big body. He was big body too. Probably one one ninety. Yeah, he's in one somewhere in there. Um, but never caught up with him. Never. You got pictures of him all season. All season, like last day of rifle season, he crossed this road and a hunter come right through, like an hour and a half later. So it was like your buttholes puckering all. So we were like all all season long, all winter long, wondering. But then Rob found his sheds. not too far from there. So. Yeah, it was a ways. Yeah, it, it was, was a ways. It was over a mile. Miles. Because so. they come out of where where Ike is right now. It's his summering spot mm-hmm. and and his early rutting spot or his preseason. And then spot. he moves up because yeah. of feed. Yeah, moves up. Yeah, because up the mountain there's a big oak ridge where I pick up quite a few sheds, and I was shocked. I mean, the dog found it. I didn't find it. It's it's actually on video mm-hmm. on one of the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, Chance found it and brings it over to me, and as Huh? What deer is this? I and at first I thought it was I thought it was uh, freeze frame, but it wasn't. I was like, nah, it's not wide enough. It's it's not quite the right size. It's not the right shape. So after that, we uh, we found the match to it the same day, but it was back behind us. We had con somehow gotten past it. I think the wind wasn't right for the yeah. dog or something. So um, on the way out, you know dog finds the match to it and i was like no kidding no here we go so and i'm looking at it, i says i wonder if this is ike so i sent james a picture i says what do you think and he goes i think it is yeah so i says okay well if it's not i'll keep them but if it is they're yours brother <laughs> yeah. so i brought it over and he goes oh yeah this is him yeah, and it so, was like multiple yeah. people that like the yeah we the couple people that actually do get to see the that's seen the pictures of him, right like that's that's definitely yeah. him so he's got him at the house now. so they're now sitting at the house but that was the same day i found the flyer buck antler too which yeah. is another buck that doesn't live in that piece yeah. he's actually he's about a mile and a half on the opposite side of the mountain where his is and he but they all come in there to eat yeah so it's it's just a seasonal transition spot, which right. is awesome because it works out for me because I get to shed hunt. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and then coming in, that proved to us right there that he survived the winter. So yep. we were mm-hmm. like, oh. so my focus, like I canceled trips. I was supposed to go to Virginia yeah, because that's where I'm from. I'm from Virginia. I was supposed to go to Virginia, hunt, go back and hunt there, probably hunt Ohio when I came back up through. But I was like, no, I'm focusing to kill yeah. this deer here in New Hampshire. I mm-hmm. don't care. It's this deer or nothing, right. basically, until his running buddy showed up. So yeah. now it's one of these two deer. Yeah, but definitely Ike. But Ike's probably. We got pictures from July fourth last year, and then this year, and what twenty inches? Yeah, twenty Anyways, plus he inches blew up. Blew up. Wow. His time length is crazy. And then pictures of him just yesterday, two days ago, yeah. he walked by the camera, and yeah. it's on God. He's fully blown out now. He's still got velvet on. Yeah, yeah. still still holding He's tight. Velvet. Yeah, tight, it's tight, but. I would say 150s as an eight, 155 maybe mm-hmm. pushing. Yeah. He's How often are you guys getting pictures of him? Every other day. Every other day, nice. Every yeah. other day. And right during now. the day? During the yeah. day, eight yeah. o'clock in the morning. We went in what two, three weeks ago and put in a whole different spread in there, and this next spread that we just put in is really helping because it's kind of given us a bigger picture of his movement mm-hmm. and where we we kind of we've got it down now. We think we're pretty sure we know kind of where he's betting yeah. and when he's coming out he's kind of going through that same spot because last year we i hunted one spot i was like i was getting consistent pictures but then when the rut started i was like i'm not getting nothing here and disappeared nothing. just shut off so when we went we were gun hunting last bit of gun season 
And we came across a spot that I marked out. My onyx is blown up. Right. Where I was like, we every gotta, little beast yeah. of in- information. Yeah. We got. I was to... like, we got to be here. And within, I, I I think I moved the camera. And two days after I moved the camera, boom, he was on it every yeah. other day. So are, it was like, are you guys super? We, me and Lance, were like on our group chat, we're, or even if we're just texting, we're like always debating on whether because yeah, we got in. a couple nice deer, and you have a couple yeah. nice deer on camera, and it's like. I'm still trying to figure them out, so I'm I'm figuring them out, and I just don't know if I should push in further right now, or should I just stick with the pictures I'm getting now? Because it's not super consistent, but it's, it's also do enough. you want to go in there yeah. and chance to? Yeah, because he's a mature buck. I feel like yeah. if he's if we bump him once or well, Ike's yeah. a Ike's a real mature buck. And yeah, he's like, <laughs> but you guys yeah. just said you went in there two weeks ago too, but yeah, and yeah. Put, but put in cameras three, three but weeks three weeks ago. Three but weeks here's ago. the key: we're not far off of a main road so where this, they're hiking this okay yeah okay. the neighbor across the road him and his wife hike and walk their dog up and down so this they're road. used so to so he's, he's used to that he's used yeah. to hearing people walking people. yeah that yeah our incursions aren't really deep into his area either we're no. just going in maybe a hundred what, maybe 200 yards in on on a maybe is it two about two hundred into there maybe a little less yeah but maybe. we're not going in super far we're not getting into his bedding we're not getting into his safe spot we're going into these transition areas and we're we, not walking we, on the trails we found what we think is his bedding area on that upper top mm-hmm. and we completely that's, just leave that alone that, we don't course. even go near yeah. that no that's yeah. like I a think sanctuary. the closest that we got to that was probably a hundred couple hundred yards mm-hmm. I guess that's what we need to look into or study is. Maybe when we get done here, we bring up a map and get the topo, and there's a swamp. Yeah. We'll go over where we think he might be. Yeah, because I just oh, I got I got some other pictures of him crossing a road, and I was walking some paths too out the, uh, some runs right after deer season too. I know I know they don't really, you know, some sometimes they don't have nothing to do with their summering areas or you know mm-hmm. early fall, but. uh I put some cameras out on some of those runs, and I'm getting consistent pictures. So it's like they're still using those runs, yep. even during the winter and during you, now. This all mm-hmm. kind of goes back to Where how I hunted odd job. Is you have to pick out the buck's individual personality. Is he a wanderer? Mm-hmm. Is he a homebody? Um, how does he like to bed? Some bucks like to bed down in a swamp on an island or, or out in the open field with high grass. Some bucks like being up high and being on those north, northeast points and looking at, into valleys and stuff. Every buck has an individual personality, and that's what you have to learn. That northeast I, point makes perfect sense. Yeah. That backside of that mountain I was telling you about, how mm. that, uh, how I think the traveling, they're just doing a big circle, I think. I think they're mm-hmm. coming through, then they come through. And they go, and they, they they just do a big circle. Yeah, most most deer do big circles, some much bigger than others. Oh, correct. I mean, we've yeah. had them as far as nine miles away right. doing their circle. Some of them, Aussie, he did a circle that was probably only 800 acres. Actually, what you just posted, um, what was it, a week ago, about a deer? It was like a, I don't know if it was a collared deer, but it kind of got... It was oh, like yeah, yeah. Home yeah. range and... His been, rutting range is yeah. completely different. Right, exactly, yeah. But you saw in that picture how much time he spent there. Yeah, yeah. And the, I can't remember what those pings were on that. Um, that was from MSU. Yeah. 
which I love. That that anybody out there, if they want to really get into the mind of how deer work, MSU is a great, great place to look for for information. They they do so many great studies, um, and they 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 collar deer, and they let them go, and they just pick up on movement, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. And they do it from rot summer. I mean, they they've got a whole great thing on bedding cover. Now, great, granted, they're Mississippi. So it's going to be a little different, right? Right. But a deer is a deer, and they try to deer try to do the same things in different places. It's just that um, your your topography is different, right? And maybe your 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 fauna, your flora and fauna is a little different. But um, MSU is a great place to look for information for that. But that that is a great study, and the deer here do that same thing, right? They have wintering areas, they have summering areas, and they have rutting areas. Yeah. I guess that's another thing that we're going to try to t- this all kind of ties together I guess but so with your ca- with with you only moved a set of cameras what 200 yards you said uh, not into uh, his I would yeah I would say about a f- 500 600 yards we yeah. moved it <clears throat> Yeah I mean they're not far from a road but we'll we'll move them in and out depending on where they are it, it, uh, we play I know personally when I do it I try to make it so it's not in a spot that's going to freak him out Right, and I never I've ever heard of that ever too. walk on a trail. James, you're gonna lose that arm. Oh, yeah, we've oh. seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, how many cameras are you running on him? Uh, Jesus, I would that say that means there's a lot. Enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say there's twelve in there. Yeah, and there's, that and that's strict. That's well, you said he's got a running mate now, but you, yeah. originally that was your plan is that put twelve. Yeah, yeah I, for I, this deer. Yeah, strictly for him. It was mm-hmm. that's what it was. But now I'm targeting this other one. If this other one walks out, he's gonna get shot too. Which yeah. shouldn't be too hard because they're together. They're together, yeah. so it's <laughs> all the time. suck. It's, yeah, well, yeah. If I if he comes out first, do I wait? Right, because I know yeah, it's like yep, yeah, shoot that doe before. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, yeah. probably the first few nights I'd wait. Yeah, but it's like. Yeah, do I, I don't know. Not? He's <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he ain't yeah. waiting. Is he's there, pretty unique, and he is he's yeah, he's yeah. he's a shooter. Yeah, I mean, he 100%. and he's unique. So he, I think he, you know, as far as I go, I'm I'm a taxidermy nut. So I think he'd make an awesome. Oh, mount. he's gonna make an awesome yeah. mount because yeah, great yeah. talk. I mean, it's a deer you don't see, right? Yeah. You know the way it's set up. I mean, you guys have one over here that's similar. Yeah. So it'd be kind of neat. But yeah, we're running three regular cameras. I would say four cell cameras in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now. Yeah, and I know my spots. I'm running. I have thirty now. Thirty cell cameras? No, no. no. I run. I run regulars. regulars. Most of the places I'm in, I don't no, get I good service. Yeah. I mean, the tactic cams, I guess, are good for that. Oh, yeah. But tactic cams, as everybody's known, has been kind of hit and miss to get. So yeah. uh, I'm just running regular ones now. And I, I only, I, I don't check a camera every month and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. When are you guys gonna? Well, without this, when are you gonna go and check to figure out where you're gonna be opening day? This is like, the last time I'm going in there. Today, oh, so, yeah. today was the last day yeah, I'll okay. walk in that spot. Yeah. So the rest. I of the know planning. where. So we where. So what we got now <clears throat> is what we think. What we would. What we're gonna need. Yeah. We're gonna go. We got the pictures on that laptop, but it's like we're gonna go look at a look at Onyx. Figure out, and I'm gonna go in there open in morning, mm-hmm. even if it's from far away observation watch, yeah. Yeah. and then move my way down. But yeah. this is it. That was the last walk in there. Yeah. It was this morning you, until opening morning. Yeah. Okay. Do you always just be like, all right, two or two weeks out? Usually, you kind of like 
that's the last time. Yeah. 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 Sometimes even more than that. It depends yeah, on how much right. information. Right. You no, gather. that's true. Yeah. Like we. Yeah. There's a lot of factors. I think what screwed me last year would try probably killing this deer was going in a week before. Mm-hmm. I went Just in a week before, and we yeah, were I'm getting him bother. constantly. Like, every, dude, you you yeah. can. You can see it in the pictures. We were getting him every day walking through the spot. And you I went, went in, to, and he's I not went in there to pull the cards, and he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. We did not show yeah. back up to that spot until the rock. Like, I'm, the pic- I'm not going back in there. <laughs> the pictures, the pictures he got I'm done today. In there. I, I I got what I need, but the pictures he got today. The first couple of pictures of Ike coming through. He came in, and he was. You, he knew, and it was Something's it up. was a couple of days after. It was a and, couple of days after we put that camera, yeah, and in. he knew we were there. And a doe knew, like doe came in first, oh, yeah. and she didn't even walk nowhere near that camera. She yeah. walked she, right around. Yeah, and then that, then he came in, ghosted it, and walked around, what? and then finally now he's and like Curly did too. Right be, yeah, now yeah. he's going right beside it. So every time, so, so. it took a while for that scent to, disp- to uh, dissipate and get him back on a normal regiment. I mean, they will. I've always found with these big bucks, if you're in a travel zone, they're used to disruption. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But if you get close to their bedding and their safe space and you go into it at this point in time, yeah. he's already going through transition. He's going to be losing his velvet. He's going to start feeling his hormones. He's going to feel uncomfortable. And he's going to go to his secondary bedding spot or his other spot he feels safe because it's he's already going through that transition anyways. Right. You want to keep everything as unmolested as possible and i know a lot of guys out there there's going to be guys out there says i just go everywhere and this happens and i shoot a big buck it's like you're lucky i don't get that lucky (laughs) and and they're a lot of those guys are hunting with guns too right yeah which is a different animal altogether he's going to do this with a bow Mm -hmm. so he has to keep everything so the deer doesn't think he's being hunted yeah yeah, we're, you, we're not. I'm not even gonna hang a hang on. I usually hunt out of hang ons. Yeah. I strictly went to a climber mm-hmm. just yeah. for this. To, yeah. Just <laughs> for this hunt, I switched yeah. everything to a climber. So Nick's gone like, to a to a saddle. Yeah, I was gonna go saddle, but I didn't really. I didn't really care for it. Everybody. Yeah. I, I love. I love. I got the lone wolf uh, self climber. Yep. Love that thing. Yep. Love it. I don't think I'll go with another climber, probably, or I'll yep. probably be buying just my well, yeah, carry-around stand. We've been what running. are you laughing at? <laughs> I'll stay with my tent. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I One day, I you had my climber, or I didn't have a climber. It was someplace else. It was in the woods, but I was like, I've been seeing deer up here. I had your climber in the back of my truck, yeah, that's and it was right. the self-climber, yeah. so it's like... It's a little different. You got to hold. There's it nothing right. like when you're on a Viper. You have like the thing yeah. you get inside mm-hmm. and you can climb up. This is just the tops. You got to put your elbows on the seat. There's nothing around you. <laughs> so I, I forgot. Uh, I love that thing. I was in, so I was light. in such a rush. I went out there, didn't have a, a, a rope to pull up my bow, <laughs> so I'm holding my bow. Didn't have a harness. I'm like. Well, here we go. <laughs> Climbing. But is that a agoraphobia that yeah. I have? Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> but, yeah, so how, how far away do you think is, like, what's your safe place where you think he's betting now? Like, how far away are you going to – obviously, you're going to set up near that camera, I assume. Yeah, like, open in morning. I'll probably set up probably 100, 100 yeah. yards up above that yeah. camera just that, to watch it. Yeah, that's your rule of thumb is about 100 yeah. yards. I'm going to set up above it. I'm going to come walk the road up above and drop down in. And I'll set so stay off it. that camera enough to where yeah. you can at least put yeah. eyeballs on him. Oh, yeah. okay. So you're kind of... If he comes through there, because I don't how, know how, if he's I'm coming through I'm just curious. There. How come... Well, could you just switch the camera today? Yeah. No, no. 
Oh, we had no, no. it for three weeks. Yeah, we had it three weeks. We went in. We grabbed the. It was a grab and go. Pop, pop, sh, done. Yeah, get out. it the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, we got out. We of didn't that. even see. I think a lot of people make this huge mistake is they get in, they get the little viewer, and they stand by there. their camera, and you're just adding more and more scent, and then it slows it down. When we put that camera in, we came in a different way. We walked we did, right up the trail. Yeah, yeah, we came down the trail there. We put the camera in. And we were there for a while, setting it up, making sure the angle's right. And that's that extra scent in there really bothered him. Not enough to make him not come back through, but it was enough to make him think about it. So today it was just like in and out, get out quick as possible. How come you wouldn't sit up on the camera then? Just curious. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's topography. Yeah, I, where the camera is. Yeah, oh, it's is sitting it? down oh, okay. in a I bowl, saying, and I yeah. want to be above. Because the... if okay, in the morning time, obviously, yeah. Yeah. right? Like, yeah, the scent's gonna be. Yeah. Run, listening to him, I don't hunt thermals. I never usually where I hunt is all ground, so I don't really yeah. have to use it. I just play the wind to yeah. my face. <laughs> Using the thermals now because I'm hunting in the mountains. It's gonna come right up, pulling to and pulling right up to yeah. me. So I gotta be above this camera. So yeah. I get. I gotta yeah. just sit there. If open in the morning, I gotta watch him walk by. Yeah, yeah it's not suck, but yeah. If if you're getting it. consistent pictures, like would you say every day or every other every, day? It's like every other day. Yeah. it's looking like. But so if it lines up though, right? Yeah. If everything lines up and all the stars align, yeah. and you get a picture a day before, or what would it be? If it's every other two if days before. If I could before, see where he, his angle is, I'm gonna set up more on that yeah. angle. That's what I gotta look at when we go mm-hmm. look at the pictures, because we just quickly, because we had to get up here. Yeah, yeah. We just pulled them up on the laptop, like, oh shit, there he is, there he is, there he is. Good, good, good. Threw the laptop in the back, and we see started ya. driving. So it's like, yep, yeah. But he's got to get. But the him. evening hunt, evening hunt's gonna be that's a no brainer. That one's gonna be a lot easier that's if you can get him in easier. the evening, because yeah. where he's crossing, he has he's got the prevailing wind out of the west there generally and he's crossing a very open tote road and he's he's coming across and he's cross-cutting it with the west wind west northwest wind coming into his face we're not sure where he's going i think he's going to some fields down the road Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of where he's heading but if he sets up you know on that opposite side of of where the deer is crossing that road he he's protected right yeah and the wind's going to blow his scent in in an area the deer is never going to know he's there and he's going to whack this deer and in the evening will be a lot better because it'd be an easier drag out yeah and i'll be home from work (laughs) so you can call me (laughs) but we'll see opening day yeah hopefully everything works out yeah it'll be good uh so say if something yeah i know say if something you know you didn't have pictures every other day and they were you know twice a month or whatever and there's a target buck this is not saying on ike but just in general um what would you do because people have been having their cameras out all summer long and they're getting a picture of a deer and they're like all right this is going to be this is going to be it and all of a sudden they lose velvet leaves start coming down there's more food source on the ground what do you do <clears throat> what would you do um for to just move cameras around because of like what we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. summer range, and then they start like you're getting a little bit funky, and then they're gonna go to their wintering or pre rut range. Yeah. Um, what would be the best case scenario for you know moving a camera to try to figure out where that buck went? You're gonna want to look for food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Food is you know until that rut kicks in, he's gonna be thinking about getting ready mm-hmm. and feeding. The other thing I look for in that case is where did I have a camera set? That all I was getting on it was does. Mm-hmm. 
Well, guess what's going to happen pretty quick? He's going to start that pre-rep phase, and he's going to start showing up in the doe areas, running the doe bedding yards, running the doe trails. That's why I'm kind of staying where I am, too, because I got a group of three or four does that had just been no no fawns. I'm surprised. No fawns. I don't know. Mm. I had one. I think think one of them. I think I did have a coyote on a cam the other night, but uh, I think I had one fawn in July. And I haven't seen it since, so I don't know what happened to that. But no. I've been, I've just been hanging around the doe areas. I got a lot of yep. does been hanging around, so I think that's Which what, is, is very smart, especially if you're a gun hunter. If you're a gun hunter, it's, we all like getting pictures of big bucks, okay? okay? You know, yeah, it's, it's, does. it's, Who doesn't? it's yeah. our perversion, right? Yeah. But if you're a gun hunter, it's more important for you as even, even a muzzleloader hunter is to know where the does are. If you're getting tons and tons of does on camera, a lot of guys get all frustrated and say, there's no big bucks. Well, you're in the spot you need to be for gun hunting. Mm-hmm. You need to be where yeah, those does are. in the wrong spot. Yep, because season. that's where they're going to be come the time you're going to shoot them. As far as a bow hunter goes, it's important to know where the bucks are because right. you're hunting that September season, so you need to be where they're moving around. Which you know we're all makes pretty sense. much all here. We're both we're all dual season yeah. hunters, so that's what makes sense as far as your camera setups. Now, I, I've got friends. I I know two or three guys that don't hunt, but they run cameras because they like the pictures of wildlife, and sometimes they give me information. <laughs> so, um, and they don't. A lot of these guys aren't even into it for the bucks. They just like getting the deer and. I gain a lot of knowledge off from that. So if you have people that aren't hunters and they have cameras, get information from them because it helps, especially um, because you need to spread out your cameras and know, especially if you have opportunity to hunt different places and more more room and you can't afford or you can't get enough cameras, other people will help you out, especially those people who don't hunt right, yeah. <laughs> you know, or aren't after a certain buck in that area. Right. But, um, yeah, so I always tend to look for does, and, and I don't get discouraged when I find those doe spots because I know I'm, I, I gun hunt mostly, so I know that's where I need to be. So it, it's nice to know every deer in your area and know what kind of ground each of them going on and then study it afterwards. So, I mean, does tend to be closer to food. They tend to be... Um, they like flat spots on top of knobs and stuff like that where bucks like points for bedding, for bedding. So, so, and this can help you too. If you are looking for a specific buck, you need to be able to dissect your property and know what part of ground you're going to get mostly does on and what part of ground you're going to get bucks on. And it's, for me, I mean, it sounds, I'll make it sound elementary, but to me, it's not that hard to figure this out is bucks use totally different pieces of ground during the summer than does do. They intersect, but if you're trying to target a certain buck, there's certain areas you're definitely going to get bucks. And I'm pretty sure you can, James, you can double this as as far as pictures go. If you're getting a lot of bucks on camera, you're not getting many does. No, no. This is the, I think there's only one... I count one, one or two does mm-hmm. in that whole spot where I guess that's, that's got just a come, just come kind of that, randomly yeah, through. Sometimes, randomly. Yeah. yeah. If I have a camera set up down below, I get her every day. Yeah. Her and her fawn every day. And as far yeah. as Ike goes, we set that camera up on a crossing. There's a doe trail. It's an obvious doe trail because it's pounded, pounded to hell, right in, yeah. and it's going straight up and down the hill. 
he's cutting across. He's coming down kind of across cutting it too when he comes down. Is but he coming down south? Is he coming down? He's coming off from a north north face. Yeah, north coming face down. coming down the hill. To go to Big Bucks like there. to they like to bed on north and northeast facing points. Yeah, um I'm and this is idea. um even <laughs> Steve Shark and I were talking about that. North northeast points. That's and that's it, you huh? know, and, and that's that tends sense. to be why and in the summertime a big buck wants comfort and he wants safety. Safest place to be is on a north point in the shade where he can see down and through a valley. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty smart. It's pretty smart. They want that tactical advantage at all times. Not only that, but now they can also use the the prevailing winds in their favor by getting on those north points. A lot of guys who shed hunt will tell you that some of the biggest sheds that they find will be on just over the top on those north points. Even in the wintertime when you would assume that they'd be on a south-facing south slope. Right. They're feeding on that south yeah. face, but they're, they're bedding, bedding on that still. northern face. And a lot of it is... Um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're grumpy old men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't want to deal with teenage kids yeah, and they don't want to deal with old around. ladies, yeah. you know? So they, they separate themselves. Yeah. And you know, it's as, and, and I say that, but as the testosterone drops, you'll, you'll start seeing the bachelor groups pick back up. Yeah. But a lot of times these really older bucks, six, seven, eight years old, they want to be alone and they may be betting where there's a bunch of bucks in a group, but they're going to be off. You know, so you'll find a couple of beds where those bucks are, mm-hmm. and then over a little ways on another point, you're going to find another bed. The grumpy old man bed. Yep. Get away from me. I want to be alone. <laughs> so, and as we're all getting older, we kind of know what that's about. No, uh, definitely for yeah. sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that um, we're going to dissect this this deer you got, Lance. Yeah, the couple we got. Yeah. yeah. Call out sick big ten, huh? Call out sick. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's on a Wednesday this year. I know. It sucks. It's on a Wednesday, then the next that Saturday is the eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. The first weekend. Yeah. You're going. You're opening day. You're taking off. Are you? I work third shift, so you're, so good. Oh, you're perfect. You're yeah. up all oh, yeah. night anyway. Yeah. You won't <laughs> be able to freaking sleep. Nope. So I'll be right when <laughs> yeah, I'll be leaving. Punch out. I'll be leaving early. Yeah. That yeah. day. You'll be putting on your clothes yeah. right after you get out of work. Yeah. yeah. I'll be leaving early. I'll get there probably four. 4.30 and... You have butterflies in his stomach yeah. the whole oh, time up the road. Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just about to get out of the vehicle. He's trying to stretch. Get the dry heaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be back there that evening. Yeah. yeah. So Maybe maybe not. Oh. We'll see. Yeah. Could be. Because he, that deer's coming through right as the thermals are starting to change on you. So yeah. that's perfect. Is 8, 9 o'clock is about yeah, the time, nine, isn't it? Nine, yeah, 9 yeah. o'clock was the latest, 9.30. Yeah. So you'll have the thermals in your favor if you're above him. And he's going to be cutting through there, so that's going to work out awesome. Perfect. And he's and you got good shooting lanes as you go up through there because it's it's pretty good. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. That's nice. Um, something that me and Nick and Lance were talking about, and I talked to Diane just about it, just chatting online. Um, and I kind of beat this to death, and I probably shouldn't, but it's like hunting season's coming. The road that, I don't know, you guys didn't come up with today, but it's just new posters all over it, just randomly. Oh, nice. And <laughs> not filled out, not, no rhyme or reason. I don't know if it's a good to speak out on this because it could probably bite us in the ass or bite me in the ass or whoever, but I have a giant issue with people that because hunting season's coming and they have a bunch of land, they can just throw up like two posters mm-hmm. and then it's 
technically it's posted. You can't go in there. Right. Or if it's just a, a no trespassing sign on a road, but all the other land is not, you know, tagged. I just feel like if we have to do our due diligence and when I went through hunter safety, <clears throat> the way to go about it was if there was like a old board on a tree and there's not even a no trespassing or posted sign anymore, treat it as if it is posted. Mm-hmm. There's 20, 30 year old signs in some places that is just one, not every 50 feet or 100 feet or 75, whatever it's got to be or supposed to be. That land has probably changed hands two, maybe three times since the yep. posted sign went up and nothing, there's no name, there's no address to get a hold. If if a deer went on that property and died, you know, there's no way to find, yep. legally, there's no way to find who owns the property and get permission to go get it. So it just bugs me that we have to do that part. And there's probably a lot of land around here that is technically legal to hunt because it's not the landowner it doesn't right. want it posted and because they want to keep it uh um what is that open uh current current use, use. Current yep and i know they get a tax break on that yep so either people are just throwing them up because they know hunting season's coming and which is fine because the landowner can just tell you they don't want you on your property and you have yep. to leave that's, and that's law that's, that's yep. perfectly legal but there's a certain way that you're supposed to do it and if this is posted on this side of the road and I go on this side, I go in a spot and I'm tracking a buck. I never cross a posted line because mm-hmm. the the border, the perimeter of their property isn't properly posted. It's posted yep. just on the road. So I know there's no, me ranting on it doesn't change <laughs> anything, but it, no. I, it, I just, I really, it bugs the shit out of me for whatever reason. And I know if someone were to follow up on these landowners that, um, aren't posted right yep then there'd probably be a lot more land absolutely posted Mm -hmm. you know there's a couple of ways you can there's a couple of avenues here okay so in vermont every year you have to post your property has to be signed and dated has to be signed and dated dated. that's supposed to be new hampshire right no no, okay. all it has New to Hampshire have is, doesn't have to have yeah, that. Yeah, you have to have, and it what what it is is if there's one sign that says posted, it's posted. That whole piece is now yeah. it's supposed to say be every hundred feet is supposed to have a posted sign right. with the landowner's address and name, name. so you can contact them. Um, but as it is, it there's two different ways to look at this. There's if it's posted like you're talking about, yeah, and you don't know where the property lines are and you're tracking a buck and you go on there and the landowner gets mad at you and wants you in trouble and fishing game shows up because you've called or they have, you're not criminally liable because it's not posted correctly. Yeah. Um, but you have to leave. Um, and if it, it all goes into a lot of the fishing game department has a lot of, um, leeway in how they're going to do that. If they feel that you didn't actually know, Right. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and I believe if I'll have to ask Diane again, but I, the dealing with a criminal trespass, I believe it has to be posted properly to be able to be charged with criminal trespass. That's what I assume. And I always thought that it was the law, like you were saying, like Vermont Mm -hmm. is. And 
I know some people have giant pieces of property and it doesn't make sense for yep. them to go all the all way around it. And, we do. You know, <laughs> you know, we spend thousands in signs. Yeah. Well, that's not, I don't expect everybody to do that. And no. that's not what I'm saying. And, and that's the thing. But I just, uh, I guess it, that's smaller pieces of property that I'm, it kind of bums yeah. me out about, you know. Well, there's a couple things you can do. And I know, and this is going to get into the, the political whole aspect of it. And I hate getting into this, but. A lot of us have issues. Whoa, you okay? Yeah, my mic. Yeah, I thought you were going down. <laughs> um, a lot of us have um, different issues, whether it's hunting, fishing, trapping, or just normal stuff. Um, we all like to be left alone and do our thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it gets to the point where you have to get active. And if this is a problem, and, and I can tell it bothers you, and it bothers me. It just bothers me because we all have young kids, and yep. it just, the way I grew up is like you go not a whole. If it's current use, I mean, if it's if it's common land, right? If it's not posted, you hunt it, right? Exactly. And I still I still go on that. If I get told to leave, I leave. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in 1972, that was a fifty dollar fine if you didn't, but <laughs> this isn't 72. That's why I carry a hundred in my pocket because yeah. I want to get yeah, told just twice. <laughs> but um, no, if it's a common land lot is in a New England thing, and we're used to that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a various different reasons why it's getting harder and harder. But um, I found a lot of times asking permission, if you are kind enough to do it. You're going to get those people who just say no, and those are those yeah. type of people. But a lot of people will say yes. Right. They just want to know. Um, the other thing we can do as far as getting active is, and I, I hate to say this, is to run for an office. Even if it's just in your town selectman, now you can uh, you can start r- getting rules written and saying, if you want to post your property, it had better be posted correctly. Right. Um you know, and, and the other thing I have a problem with is like with Onyx. And if the Onyx guys are listening to this, they need to be more proactive is they'll have a piece of property that they say this is a person who owns it. If there was a way they could put an app on there and say not accessible, you know, because it, it, I know it's a lot of time, but we all pay money for that stuff. Right. So have somebody look uh, into it. I, there was a podcast. I can't fucking remember what podcast I was listening to. But they had that conversation, and one of the guys was saying it would be nearly impossible just because, like what you're mm-hmm. saying, New England is totally different from the rest of the country. Right. Out there, you have way more big, bigger tracts of land, yep. and it's mostly, it's all posted anyway. It's, yeah, you can't it's, hunt it. It's out there. You consider it posted unless it says exactly. open to the public. And so this, Maybe that's what we need to do here. <laughs> yeah. The guy wasn't aware of, of yeah. like the law we had, so he was like, what? He's like. That that seems like impossible to track down. You'd have to. It, it may be. It may yeah. be. But I maybe mean, blowing I, smoke out my butt. But. No, but that sounds like a great idea. I mean, it'd, it'd be, be so nice because easier. then you can just go. Oh, we can't go across here unless we get permission yeah. or or whatever. I mean, I like the common land law. And the other thing is, we get people moving here from other parts of the country, and they think it's like Kansas or or right. Montana. So they no, I own this it. land, yeah. and they don't even post it. They just think you're not allowed to be yeah, there. And yeah. it's like, look, this is the law. Since the 1600s yeah. in New England, and well, we like you. it. I'll see you coming out later. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can do that. We can, you know, try to. Diane, my wife, has um, authored legislation. Maybe that's the way we need to go. Maybe we need to play hardball. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, it's just one of these things, and I get aggravated with it too. Is is they? You'll have signs like you're saying. That have been up there, they're all ratty and stuff. Yeah, 
and there's it's a piece of property without a house. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's so, mostly what I'm talking yeah. about. Guy and passed so, away in prison. Right. <laughs> yeah. you know? So now you have to go to the town. You find out who the owner is. Yeah. And then you contact them that way. I guess that's, you know, to, to be, you know, I'm not, I'm not crapping on landowners' rights. Absolutely opposite of it. Every person who owns a piece of property has a right to determine what. Yeah, whatever they want to do. And that's why I don't want to make, I don't want to sound like I'm, a, I, I'm bitching, but I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm. It's, it, you just want to have fair warning. Right. Exactly. You just don't want, you're a guy, if you weren't concerned with this, that would be a problem. Yeah. You ha- you're concerned with this because you don't want to piss people off. You don't want to do something wrong. So that's the thing. But it's it's almost like having a law that you can't you know you can't do whatever. Yeah. But there's no law written for right. it. Right. There's just, nothing like what's going to happen. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, I don't even know if I'm going the right way with this, but I'm just saying, I I understand and. It, I'll, I'll agree with you that the landowner should be just as responsible as we are. We have to be responsible yes, not that's to screw somebody. That's a, that's the landowner way. should have to be responsible for telling us in a sign or whatever. They were trying to change it to purple paint. Yeah. If you remember that. I remember that. But it's Which, a lot of paint out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see the red, purple. You see the well, red boundary lines. Oh, yeah. That's what paint, I mean. But you yeah. see purple, too, and I've seen it. Um, yeah. Off Tenerife Mountain Road, it's like purple yeah. paint. I'm like, all right, well, this could mean anything, right? And it's out west. They, it's the purple paint yeah. rule. So, um, and and that's the thing. People are moving here, and they don't they don't look into it. It's like we had an issue. It, well, let's. I'll rewind for a second. Now you get the current use problem too, and this could actually work in your favor. There's people who come here, or they lived here for their whole lives, and they like to cheat the system. So, the way the current use is, and I. I there's two or three, four tiers of current use. The top tier of current use gives you the highest tax break, but you cannot limit the access or the use of your property except for wheeled vehicles or cutting trees and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right, right. But, um, so if you're in a top tier and you post your property, you're violating, and now you owe the town taxes. Yeah. So... If you go to the town and you look at what their current use rating is and it's posted, now you can make that complaint and say they're cheating the town out of taxes. So now they strong you get you can strong arm and say either pay yeah. the taxes <laughs> or open the property. Right. That's well, that's my feeling. It's like so and and you know, our I work for a farm. We have eighteen hundred acres that's posted. We're mm. not in the top tier. We don't take the top, but we're we're allowed to take because it's ag, we can take a certain amount of tax break, but we're below the top tier, so mm-hmm. we can limit the use. And part of the property is open for hiking and that kind of thing. We don't allow hunting, or we don't allow um, wheeled vehicles. Right. So, and that's another thing, and that's a great weapon to use because it's not that hard. Go to the town, say, talk, yeah. hey, to talk, say, hey, hey, I got this property. Well, you know, look, <laughs> yeah, yep, because I got you here. <laughs> now they got the tax collector on their butt, yeah. and now they yeah. got they're forced to either pay more taxes. pay more taxes, right, which causes it to be able for your town to buy some open land for you guys to hunt. Or they have to change, and that's and that's fair because basically they're stealing access from you by right. doing that. That's the way I look at it. Um, you have a lot of land in New Hampshire that where is open, right, for public. That's land. why I, I like I said I want to make it a point that I'm not bitching about. I don't have enough. Right. You know, there's plenty, and I've, we've never had an issue with it. Yeah, never. around here, there's plenty of, of you know 
whatever. I'm just, I can see what's happening slowly. It's like mm-hmm. creeping from southern New Hampshire, and there's just more people are moving more north, and then they're yeah. just. They, well, I mean, it's always bothered me. The one thing that always bothered me, and this is a little off it, but it's it, it's in the same bed. Guys will buy like a huge piece of property, and they post it. Yeah. They don't ever do a damn thing with Nothing. it. No. They don't hunt it. They don't fish it. They don't even go on it. They're from. Clearwater, Florida. They right. never go Just on Just an it. investment. Yeah. yeah. That's all they're looking at. Yeah. Okay. I understand the guy who buys 500 acres, and he's a hunter. He's a farmer. He's a, And he's using the land. He's posted it for his own safety, for his family's safety, for his own hunting. Right. Exactly. I'm cool yeah. with that. Right. But you're buying a property just, just for the sake of buying it. it. To, it's an investment, but you don't want anybody on it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that probably goes with, like you said, somebody from out of state that thinks legality wise, it's you have to do right. that for insurance purposes or yeah. wh- whatever. But all the people who's not from New Hampshire are going to think we're calling them names. And <laughs> right. Stuff, yeah. but, no. You know, it's it's just, it, it's like anything. If you're going to go, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Yeah. Okay. That's right. just the way it, I, I look at it. Right. You move to New Hampshire. Come on, man. Let's be like you're from New Hampshire. <laughs> let's do yeah, it. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome up here. Go. Let's go hunting. Go track a buck. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the that's the biggest that's the biggest thing is like right now I can leave go in my backyard and cut a track and then you know just go. Yeah. Right. And in 10, 20 years from now, I don't feel like that's the case. It's going to be come like up to a post of trees and another. Yeah. Post of tree. You can't yeah. hunt. You can't hunt a buck like that. No, and that's and that is because that's that when that happens, that's a dying that's a dying uh, uh, part of this hunting. Yeah, it's a tradi- tradition yeah. lost. You got to you, you go all the way to Pittsburgh now to, right. to track that one buck that's up in the mountains, along with everybody in Vermont. Can, and, yeah, with everyone. Yeah. Else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is green plates up there now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, I guess they're letting theirs grow. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, I know they got a lot of woods over there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sweet, James. What do you got going on for your bait site? Uh, we actually just had a bear hit it yesterday. Nice. So not a big one. I won't go after it. Yeah. If my daughter looks at me and says she wants to go hunt it, absolutely, I'll set it up and yep. go hunt it with her. But nothing. I'm. You get out. Oh. You've got it set up the first. Yeah, yeah. Me and Rob. I had Rob came in and helped me lug yep. in some stuff. And my daughter. My daughter helps me with all my bait sites. That's awesome. So. She had cowboy boots on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's her thing. Yeah, yeah it's. She don't hasn't wanted to hunt it until this year, but yeah, yeah last three four years helped me set it up. Since yeah, well, she was since she was three, cool. she was mad so. at you when I helped you carry in the the stand. Yeah, she was pissed that oh, Rob she was helped so, me carry the stand uh, and stuff. I'm and supposed to go, go to the base site. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, we got a bear, probably a hundred pounds. Yeah, hundred pounds, pounds maybe. Sweet boar. So, I mean, it's a male. It's a yeah. male boar. Male, but. If she wants to hunt it, I'll go hunt it. But yeah. until then, I'm not touching that site. Yeah. You did have an orange-clad in- oh, gentleman. fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't never, know what he was never doing. seen a person in there. And then... Oh, I'm just walking did, through yeah. or hunting. Yeah, yeah, and and he stands right in the middle of it and starts staring at everything. Yeah. Cell cams going off. I'm like... Oh, this is like... Yeah, it was like day, recent. Uh, yeah, September 2nd. Yeah. Just Got an orange there. vest on. I don't know if he was a forester. He had camel pants and stuff on. He may have been a forester, but I don't think he was. No, he was just standing, just standing in the pit yeah. site. Yeah, standing yeah. right in the middle of it. Oh, these doors yeah. are still good. He's got like a, <laughs> a belt of game cameras on. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. It was a weird picture. Because I remember I sent my I sent the picture to a couple buddies. And I was like, oh, this is fucking annoying. Yeah. yeah. It was really annoying. And then uh, that next morning, I think it was like 12, six, eight, nine hours later, that yeah. bear was in there hitting it. Yeah. So oh, that's good. We were like... Okay. Yeah. But no, if 
if that bear continues to hit it, my daughter looks at me and says she wants to hunt it, we'll go hunt it. But she's shooting uh fully suppressed three hundred blackout. Oh nice. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of kids, she doesn't like the loud noise. No, she doesn't yeah. like the loud noise, so what a game changer those suppressors are oh. for the loudest part of that and... loudest part of this gun is the bullet hitting right. the target. It's probably the recoil it probably reduces... no recoil. Yeah, that's yeah. what nothing, I mean for whatever. these kids. I wish that nothing. Someone would change the name from a brace to just a kid stock. Yeah. Because those three hundred blackouts with a brace, you know, you can't put it on your shoulder. Yeah. yeah. But with a kid, yeah. like even when yeah. Kylie was, you know, probably six she was shooting a 300 blackout yeah and they had a brace on it i'm like you could just call this a youth stock also (laughs) you can't have a brace but the taliban can have billions of dollars of our guns jerks (laughs) but this is a ruger american yeah fully suppressed that's awesome who's that guy the new guy the chipman he's gonna be the new atf director yeah the anti-gun guy yeah maybe maybe he's gonna Go over and be a Taliban too. Yeah. Tell them to bring one of those AR 16s they got. Yeah. yeah. AR 14s yeah, with yeah, a AR-14. fully automatic suppressed clip. Yeah. We were just listening. Yeah, to we that. just listened to Don Jr. talking about that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So, Rob, you got something going on here, the new to the plea. You're a busy dude. You got all kinds of shit going on. I, all and James time. knows because I used to be like, James would go, Can you do this? And I'm like, uh, Yeah, to? I'll be right there. Yeah. Uh, no, I am booked. My calendar what is to catfishing. Booked. Catfishing has taken a back burner. I, I we went what once this year. Once this year. Yeah. Um, that's Matt Smith has taken the flag from that for me. I think um, I, I think I, I seen. Yeah, that. he's, he's state, on new media. state record, new last state year, record right? holder. Yeah. This guy, I'll tell you, you know, Matt knows cats better than I ever will. Yeah. And I mean, I thought I knew cats. Right. This kid is just a monster. Balls deep in it. He's just. That's where he lives. He yeah. lives on the river. He catches big. I went just a little side note. I went catfishing him with him this year in his boat, and I basically was filming and kind of just hanging out, right? Letting him, you know, kind of learning from him, which seems funny because I was kind of the guy that spearheaded this. And I'm sitting there, and I'm not catching anything, which is weird. And uh, he's talking. He catches a ten and a half pounder. No big deal. He just brings it in. No big deal. He says, just ten and a half pounder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then he right. catches an eight and a half pounder. It was a slow night. That we got those two fish, but they were hogs. Man. Yeah. They were big fish. I didn't catch anything. And then oh, uh, it's because this stretch of the river, they don't like chicken liver. They like caught bait. And I was like, uh. and he uses trout. No shit. He goes and catches trout. And nice. Win win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he uses big. cuts them for cut bait. Yeah. And he says, because a catfish tastes better than a damn trout. Yeah, you know, corn-fed trout don't taste as good as a big right. nice yeah, cat. I bet, I bet so. so. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's right. that's what he does. So, but yeah, he's he, the kid is a How monster. Yeah. You should get a whole, talk to him sometime. Yeah, cause absolutely. He he he, uh, he is a fisheries fun, yeah. just a he loves fish. Yeah. We spent and and I hope I hope he doesn't get mad at me for this, but just a little insight to his mind. Him and I spent probably forty-five minutes after we got the boat on the trailer and pulled it out. With flashlights, walking through the shallows, looking at all kinds of different little tiny fish, baby fish, walleyes. Um, there's these little loach fish. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I never knew they were there. He's telling me about those, and he's he just knows fish. I mean, if he had gills, he'd be in the river. Be in the- <laughs> so he's a he's a great guy. But uh, yeah, it, I've kind of gotten off the fishing thing right now because we've we're gonna 
we're in process of starting Richardson's Whitetail Services, which is uh, a business that I have had since I've known James. We've talked about this. You know, I've always said, yeah, wouldn't it be great if I could do that? Um, you know, this this spring I started doing seminars um, for finding big bucks, finding bedding, picking uh, different uh, funnels and wind and thermals and everything. I uh, did a couple of classes, and I fell in love with it. Yeah. And not only that, but the guy I've been kind of doing a lot of stuff with, he's like, we, there's more to this. And I says, yeah, I know. Check this out. So I show him a website of what I had for an idea, basically um, consulting uh, people's properties. And here we go back with the people who own properties. Now I've said something bad about posting. They're yeah, probably well, never yeah, going to hire you. me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we come in and we do a complete overview of your property. If you're a deer hunter um, – we're going to come in. We're going to do a complete overview. Everything from your thermals, your directional wind, uh, the different areas in your property that the bucks or the does, depending. Some people like shooting just does. So yep. we can do everything. Just give you a complete write-up. Soil testing. Um, we can pick out your f- areas that the deer are feeding in. Um, just so much stuff that we can do to help a landowner make his property stand out and really be able to produce good deer. And even if there's good deer on it, help the hunter or the landowner find them and set up for them. Now, I'm not going to set his stands up. I'm not going to go out there and hold his hand while we're hunting right, because right. I can't guide. Yeah, I'm not going to guide. This actually is, to me, is more helpful in the sense that I'm not dealing with the average learn, guy. Like you'll learn something new every day just being out there every day. Exactly. Jeez. And that's the thing is it's a it's win-win. being out there is a big classroom. Yeah. And and I know a lot, but I'm going to learn For more sure. myself because now you're going to get into the intricacies of how deer active, uh, do things. Mm-hmm. Because we all talk about the seasonal shifts. We all talk about how they react to this and that and the other thing. Well, if I'm out there all the time, I'm going to see it. Right. And then it's going to help and multiple the different properties also. Different. Exactly. Everything's going to be different. And I'll go all over the state. Yeah. I'll go everywhere from the tippity top of Pittsburgh all the way down to New Hampshire, Chusets. Right. So, New Hampshire, um, No offense. Don't, I know I'm a, being a bad <laughs> businessman, but I'm going to say it. Yeah. It's, it's a... It, it's it's a suburb of Boston. That's yeah. what they classify it as. So that's what I call it in New Hampshire, Massachusetts. <laughs> There's a lot of deer down there, so I'll go down there and is. help you out. There is. So I, nothing personal. Yeah. It's just what we northern northern guys call it. So, um, but yeah, we're gonna go on a piece of property, and we'll char- we're, the way we're gonna charge. Um, we're still working on exact pricing, but by the acre. You know, guy with 1,800 acres, like I told you guys before, is going to be charged a lot different than the guy with 200. Right, yeah. Um, but 200 acres is a daunting task to map. Yeah. Um, and it takes a while. It's a multiple-day thing. And we come in and we do it. And um, we'll we'll even set camera traps up for you or sell camera, uh, cam, you know, yeah, sell cameras. Sell cameras, regular cameras, whatever you want. Either your own or ours, because we already we're stocking up on cameras, so we can do this. So I can have multiple properties at one time being monitored. Yeah, and give you a deer uh, inventory. We can do that fairly easy. Um, it, the whole thing, I can I can pretty much pick apart a property pretty fast. I'm always have been able to. It's just something I can do, mm-hmm. and um, it's going to help the landowner. So that's what we're doing. That, and we're also going to add in um, animal recovery. 
um, as far as you get a big buck and it's in a gully and you can just you've tried and you can't get it out. You and your buddies having a hard time. You call us and we'll come and get the thing out for you. Yeah. Um, we're just we're working on a lot of things, a lot of things moving at once. Right. But this is what I'm doing. So Good deal. we're LLC. <laughs> yeah. And we're just we're going right to town with it. Awesome. So that's gonna be a fun adventure. adventure. Yeah. 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 So give me a call when you need a buck pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> So when you guys buy your shoulder. thousand acres, I'll come yeah, in and yeah, help you yeah. out. <laughs> I tried buying that piece of property right there, right next to me. So no one could build on it. It's like I don't know, two little over two acres. It's like yeah. sixty-five thousand dollars. No one can build on it. No, so I wanted oh. it, so no one can build oh, on it. Oh, that's what and that's I mean? that is the problem in New Hampshire right now. Right. The prices are yeah, crazy. I'm like, Holy shit! So it's not worth it. Vermont is is open. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff up in the North Country that's great property. Right. I mean, super great property that is re- very reasonable. For yeah. that same price, you can get huntable yeah. acres. Right. So that in northern Maine, of course, always. I don't have that money right now. No. But. And that's a, that, that's <laughs> most of the problem. Most of us hunters are working. Yeah, class, so. Working class, broke yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, we still have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Are we good? What, what do we got? We're in an hour. Yeah. Hour yeah. yeah. I'm good. Robin. I appreciate you guys coming over. Um, yeah, it's always fun. Here, yeah, guys. it's always it's like, a trip. Maybe I should just move over here and just come down and talk all the time. Property next door. There you go. Sixty-five thousand. I put a tent blind. I'll live in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, the podcast and uh, Where YouTube can channel. Reach you. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 <laughs> so our podcast is Northeast Woodsman. Uh, you can find that on Instagram and Facebook, stuff like that. I feel like yep. we probably have a lot of crossover listeners. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, I'm, they I probably think so. Know. Yeah. yeah, yep. And yeah. Rob, your YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is uh, Hunter's Moon Productions, there you go. and we have all kinds of stuff. Not only that, but we're bringing back Granite State Hunting Adventures. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Anything that's not primarily big buck hunting yeah. is going to be on there. Bear hunting, rabbit hunting, pheasant, whatever. It's going to be on there. We're bringing it back. Speaking so. of that, wait, 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 hang on. You're a you're a scorer. I'm the president. Yeah, the, the president. He's the, he's the president. Oh, yeah. I should have fucking mind my P's and Q's a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you need another inch, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what she said. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm the president of the New Hampshire. How long have you been doing that? Uh, third, a long time. This would be the third year that I took over as the yep. president of that club. I took over for Roscoe. Roscoe Blaisdell. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Roscoe. Love you, you man. But, yeah, I took over for Roscoe, and I've been scoring now for 11 years. Yeah. 11, 12 years. I've always struggled with, uh, it was probably like 10 years ago now, we, me and my dad went out to uh, Illinois on a bow hunt, and the place that we went, it's like, all right, got to shoot 130 or bigger. So I was like, okay, that's fine. What What's that mean? Like, to... <laughs> For me to score a buck on a hoof coming from New yeah. Hampshire is, I'm not, I'm, I couldn't tell you, you know. I know that was, that's like a 120, you know, if it's a small basket kind of, you know, and anything over the years, but I've never been able to be a, score something on the hoof. Well, we can fix that. You can <laughs> yeah. come and take a class with James, yeah. become a scorer. Yeah, it's, that would be sweet. It's it's taken a while, but I can pretty much be within a couple inches yeah, yeah. He's when good. I he's look at good. it. That's why we had you. We we just did oh, that viewer challenge, really the viewer good. big buck camera right. challenge. Yeah, yeah. I relied a lot on James. I we had bucks that 
that was the toughest thing we've done. That, yeah, yeah. There was some great bucks. Yeah. Some but, ungodly deer. But James, I, I always trust his, when he looks at a buck, I, tr- I trust his judgment because he is usually within an inch. I'm pretty good. I'm within three, yeah. five, but James is just like, he's been doing it so long. Yeah, he's you've seen, seen so many. seen so many. Yeah. Times, you've so seen many the best episodes, bucks in New like, Hampshire. Yeah. But yeah, hands down. So that's an awesome. I mean, that's pretty. Sweet. You get to Just see to all see, of yeah, the, you get yeah. to see yeah. everything. Yeah, like yeah. even Midwest deer. I got a bunch of buddies that go out yeah. Midwest. Yep. So scoring a hundred and eighty something inch deer it's from Illinois, it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that was crazy. like second year I started become a scorer. I scored a hundred and almost a hundred ninety inch deer. Wow, gross deer from Illinois, and it was like, yeah. What was the most challenging one you've ever? Uh, probably either that one that Armin killed. That was like 186 and something. That, mm-hmm. that one. Where was that out of out west? Yeah, Illinois. Yeah. It was in Illinois. Uh, my test deer. It was like 215 inches. Wow. Gross. Wow. From Ro- Rhode Island, I think it was killed in. Yeah. That deer was just. What about that, that helmet buck? Oh, I think that I we... saw a picture of that deer that you're talking about. Yeah. The one that had that big bone. Oh, Houdini. There, Houdini, they, yeah. they called him. That, that wasn't that bad. No? No. I wouldn't have known what to do with that thing. Had like a helmet. It looks. I'll have to show you a picture. Like a of big, it. big it had a sheep big or something. It was part of the head. antler. It was part of the antler. No it was shit. pretty crazy. But Jeez. nothing really. It's super interesting. I mean, I'm like even the the bear skulls. I'm like, oh, it's pretty. Bear skulls are only two measurements. Yeah. Moose Crossed. antlers are three measurements. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you get a deer with a bunch of junk on it, I'm dump, sure. Yeah, a bunch of junk is yeah. like. Yeah, like yeah, Neil's, I Neil yeah, Peddleton's yeah. deer. That thing. I had it. I thought I had. Oh it yeah, stumped. that's when, gonna be when a Champa nightmare. when Champa was like training to become a scorer. I was like, just go score Neil's. Yeah. <laughs> if you that's want something tough, go score Neil's deer. Mm-hmm. That's something I gave you. But yeah, Steve, Steve, come down and hung out with me for a day. Yeah. And I certified him in a day. That's awesome. And now Steve's now a MBB scorer with me for mm-hmm. the Northeast Big Buck Club, Maine, Vermont. So nice. And I Heck think. Yeah. And we need some more scores over here, so come on. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't have many more I'll scores. Do it. A lot of the I'd, old... I'd be super interested in that, yeah. Yeah. It, probably the wintertime. We'll, yeah. We'll probably do another little scoring class, but we usually do when my buddy runs a restaurant. We mm-hmm. usually do it right there. Yeah. He yeah. supplies lunch and everything, and we do a That's class. Cool. And when you pass the class, you become a scorer for Vermont, New Hampshire. Awesome. And then the Then you get to see some real bucks. Yeah. Northeast Big Buck Club you become a spot <laughs> score for. So just picking on Vermont, sorry. I oh, shouldn't do Vermont that. Vermont's got some, this year. Yeah, they got some good bucks. I just it's just the old joke of the Vermont eleven pointer. That deer was huge in Vermont. <laughs> did he swim the river? I probably did. He was right down <laughs> close, but no on the other side sorry, of the Vermont. I love you guys. <laughs> but no, Vermont had a good year. Yeah, they got some good ones. They got some really they good ones. They shot a bunch of them in the one forties yep. this year, so what is the, like? What do you think the average is for New Hampshire? One twenties. One twenty. I see one twenties. Yep. A lot of, a lot of one twenty, one thirty, one forty. When you get to that one fifty, one sixty, then it's that's yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you, What do you think the like Evans Buck Mark Evans Buck yep. that one that I just awesome. I just scored one a couple of days ago. The guy drove over to my house. It was one sixty eight and something. I From like, New Hampshire? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, when I netted it down, it was like 160 and 7.8. So I was like, you got to go see Roscoe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got to, because I applied for Boone and Crockett. Yeah. Because of COVID, my class got postponed. So I can't go, I can't score anything officially for Boone and Crockett until 
so when you something like that if you think you have a booner and like you can only get it scored once right like that's no you can you can't get a second opinion like a 200 pound deer you know how you're like i i scored it but then i stopped as long as i don't sign 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 that sheet it's good to go okay so like it i didn't sign it i added it up and i was like you need to go to roscoe yeah so push you're too close. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're too, too close. close. And yeah. it ended up scoring one six one sixty one and two eights. So wow. it was yeah. like two eights difference than what I got. Wow. So it was like okay. Three eights mm. difference. So Yeah, wow. it's pretty wild. It's so that was like our fourth, fifth, fourth or fifth booner in twenty twenty yeah. that was killed. No shit. So. And they're just getting bigger. What county? Uh, do you think they're getting uh, bigger? that one yeah. was what is Warner? <clears throat> Okay, Warner. Never mind. I was just asking the county, but you said yeah. the town. Yeah. <laughs> it was in Warner. Warner's yeah, Merrimack. Yeah, yeah. Merrimack, Merrimack County. county. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice area. James and I talked about that before. You can see in the stats, deer are getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah, deer. It's... I, I always wondered. I'm like, well, have the deer been this big since I was a kid, or is it just social media now? You get to see, like, you'd only be like more people sharing stuff, so you're able to see more yeah. things. Because it used to be you, you go to get a, gas a lot station. of them that you don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. You don't yeah, see yeah. no more. So. Yeah. But when I was like, you'd go past a weighing station, see a, a big buck there, you'd be like, "Holy shit, that thing's from New Hampshire!" Yeah. And then once social media blew up, then you'd be like, "Oh wow, there's a lot more big deer yeah. than I thought there was." I think there's always been guys that could get it done. Yeah, but the stats don't lie. I mean, no. yeah, it just yeah. they keep getting bigger. Southern New Hampshire, yep, where we are, mm-hmm. where we are is on the rise right now. So growing good. Pittsburgh's yep. gone down the shitter. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep. There's not as many deer. Up, well, there's, there's deer up there, but they, they're not as big. There's not many of anything up Pittsburgh. No. It's always been tough, though, up there. Even back in the, in the 90s when I was hunting up there, it was still tough to get a deer. Yeah. So No, we hunt up there quite a bit, and it's it's nice because, like, when you get on a track, you're not going to get into, like, barnyard into a bunch of different yeah. fucking deer. Yeah. You can kind of just keep your eyes up, and you know that track's there unless a doe comes in or something, but... Around here, it's a little bit more tough. Oh my god! Yeah, you see a lot more. And... See a lot more Vermont tracks than you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. deer tracks. Yeah. And it's how it is. I, somebody was saying, uh, if it snows up there, you see more trucks than deer. <laughs> yeah. That's 100%. that's not. It, that's... it was like opening day of like grouse season when we went up. Like we went up for, to, to track because there's snow yeah. on the ground, and it was like you know. I drove. I drove. Partridge season morning. opens up. Well, yeah, and it's usually there's a trucks, stupid. trucks, truck, dog. Every little pull off. Well, that's what it was. Yeah. It'd be like a track crossing the road. You can see where the tire pulled over, check the track, kept going. Yeah. It's like people are getting out on the roads at like three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. looking for, you know, a smoking fresh track. And this is the whole problem with like guys like me or I shouldn't, I, I don't even want to be put in the same relief as the Benoits or any of that. Yeah, but yeah. Anybody who's on here talking about this stuff, people are learning. Yeah. And now yeah. our great secret yeah, ain't a secret yeah, anymore. Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, it's a double-edged sword. You want yeah. to educate people, but you don't want to educate them too much. Right. But, yeah, it's it's getting tougher. And it's even tougher down there here yeah. as far as tracking goes. You really got to pick your spots. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. I think oh, that's it. If you haven't awesome. um, reached out to Fan Bam Outdoors, do so. Get yourself a camera mount. Mm-hmm. Grunt yeah, call. those things are freaking great. They Nick, are. Nick just ripped Grunt on his. Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Buck yeah, roar. The buck roar. That buck grunt, dude. <laughs> I, love that. I love my call. Yeah. Yep. I'll be using that all this year. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to use that fan bam grunt. That's right. We got some new there's some new designs and stuff. Or up, updates. We've updated. What, so the grunt call? 
No, the uh, the mounts the being updated mount, yeah, a little yeah, bit. So I, we did a couple tweaks on it, and I'll be doing the test print at the house on them. Yeah. So. So basically, grunt call too. It's like the six million dollar man. Yeah. yeah. Stronger, faster, better. <laughs> the grunt call is gonna be a little bit revamped too. Don't revamp it. No, too much. look better. Oh, look better. Yeah. Oh, I like the old classic look. You know yeah. that old just. Here we go. Yeah, yeah we're going to print it off, I think. I'm going nice. to try it on a resin printer. That'd be cool, though. So it yeah. looks like glass. Right. That look, oh, that'll, nice. look, that'll look good. Yeah. That'll look cool, so. though. Heck yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, thank you. Right, we'll see you. See you guys. We got friends in the next town. Yeah, baby, when we're together. Vegas times three But in the morning I'll know better Cause you're so bad, so bad for me So bad, so bad for me Oh, cause you're so bad, so bad for me Cause you're so bad, so bad, so bad for me, so bad for me.